It's another Tuesday evening on your dial 97.3 City FM. And guess what? It's time for us to celebrate some technology entrepreneurs right here in Ghana. Trained here, operating here, doing their business here. Let's celebrate. Yes, indeed. We're going to do that. And you're welcome to the show. This is City Trends. Welcome to City Trends. And yes, we are celebrating some technology entrepreneurs all through that period. Exciting stuff. We have four entrepreneurs on the show today we are going to be speaking to. And so please turn up the volume and hear what um, solutions are available to you wherever you may be, and um, how you can benefit from some of the services that um, these um, technology entrepreneurs have to offer. But before we get into that, please remember that City Trends is proudly sponsored by First National Bank. Now, as we do on the show, typically, we have the how-to segment. Now, if you've noticed on your WhatsApp, something pretty interesting is happening. Um, if you are using everything above an iPhone 10 or uh, anything along that section or you're using an Android or whichever, you've realized probably by now that you are able to lock and unlock your device using either Face ID or something, you know, like a fingerprint reader. But how exactly can you activ activate that? Well, Jeffrey is going to walk us through the process of doing exactly that in the how-to segment. Welcome to the how-to segment on City Trends. This evening, we are looking at how you can lock WhatsApp with your fingerprint or face. WhatsApp now has a feature that allows you to lock the app with a fingerprint or a face ID. To do this on Android, first, go to settings in WhatsApp. To do this on Android, first, go to settings in WhatsApp and then go to account and privacy. Find the fingerprint lock option and then turn on the unlock with fingerprint toggle. When you enable this option, you will be required to authenticate yourself using a fingerprint every time you open WhatsApp. On iOS, go to settings, then to account and then privacy. Select screen lock and then 
Turn on Require Face ID. Share your thoughts and opinions on the show via the WhatsApp number 054-998-6996. Tweet at us using hashtag CityTrend. Has your computer developed a problem you don't understand? Is your phone refusing to respond? Is there a computer virus you're battling with? Are you having problems signing into your account? Share your tech problems with City Trends and we will get the experts to help you solve them. Send us your problems via WhatsApp number 054-998-6996. You can also send us a tweet using the hashtag CityTrends. If you're ready, I am. It's time for us to get to know about some wonderful Ghanaians who are blazing the trail and making life a little bit easier um, for some of us who try um, to break bounds. Well, I have four personalities in the studio with me today. Um, first of all, we have Andrea Koto, who is with Growth Mosaic. We have Henry Kobler, who is with Arinepa LLC asking him what exactly that LLC business is about. Why is it not limited? Why is it not whatever it is that we choose to call it? We have our very own lady Omega Hammond with Ampersand Technologies, in case you didn't know. Um, and we have Joseph Yao Frimpong um, with Readers App Limited. Gentlemen and lady, yeah, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. So I think it's only fair we do ladies first. Um, okay, fine. She says we shouldn't do ladies first. So we're just going to start off from my extreme left um henry akoto is with growth mosaic now the format basically for this whole period for these next four weeks is for us to get to know who you are what you do how you contribute to the technology ecosystem some of the challenges that you have faced over the course of the year and what Ghanaians should expect from the solutions that you are providing for the year to come at some point if there are some questions at some point if there are some issues regarding your um your uh sector i will try and put it across and yeah we'll see how it goes so yes. let's start off with um andrew andrew yes. growth mosaic 
Um, first of all, introductions, and then um, tell us what God's Growth Mosaic is about. Okay. Uh, thanks, Philip. Uh, it's good to be here. Growth Mosaic, we are um, a venture development and growth specialist in, okay. uh, in West Africa. What's, what does that mean? Okay. It means that we support companies to grow their structures, we match them to investors, and then we also provide post-investment implementation support to help them scale. And that's what we do. Are there specific companies that you cater to, like tech-focused companies, or is this open? We are sector agnostic. Okay. That means, you know, we work across all sectors. And it just so happens that by the nature of our economy, um, about 60% of the company, of the over 120 companies we've worked with over the years have been in um, in agribusiness. But we've worked with tech companies, pharmaceutical companies, health, education, and what have you. What, what, what has it been like trying to get that matchup to work seamlessly? Do they come to you? Do you go to them? Do you go find them? Like, what has that process been like over the course of the year? I mean, we started in 2011. Um, and so we've been in the ecosystem for a while. Mm. We've been in the ecosystem for a while. And um, for us over the years, what we've found is that um, there have been about maybe two or three channels mm. through which we are able to engage companies. Mm. One is uh, directly approaching them. Um, and then the second one is um, companies that we've worked with referring fellow entrepreneurs to us. Mm. And then the uh, the third one is um, companies finding out about us through uh, maybe from conferences and others and then coming to us. Mm. And then there's a fourth one, working with programs like the Ghana Climate Innovation Center, Cosmos Innovation Center, and what mm. have you, to um, support companies through those programs as well. Mm. So let's say I come to you. I'm an entrepreneur. I need to figure out myself and what my business should be about. Like, what typically would be the service that you provide for me? I think we do an assessment of your company. Hmm. Um, you know, what level, what level, what growth stage you are at. Are you startup? Are you early stage? Have you proven your concept and are post revenue? Mm. Uh, are you at scale level or are you really like in expansion mode? Mm. Um, and then when we find that, then we tailor the specific support that you need because ultimately it's you that need help. Mm. We are there to support you. Um, basically, just be in the trenches with you mm. and help you to overcome whatever challenges that that you're facing. Mm. And so once we determine where you fall, then we customize the solution that that's best fit for you so how do you like do you charge for the services are you free like, we are a purely <laughs> private sector company profit seeking but, but but i would say um growth mosaic the reason why i ask is yes. a lot of these companies who come to you probably are not even as financially stable as they would prefer to be and yeah. so you know coming to you to seek ways by which it can even get funding you yeah. know i'm yeah. just wondering how that works and and that's real that's 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 real that's mm. a reality uh for the most part on the ground now um i would i would say growth mosaic we are the second b corp certified company in ghana that means that for us we have a social purpose mm. you know we want to do well by doing good and so um we carry that into our business model where, uh, for example, there's one business that we eventually supported to raise over $800,000. They came to us with just a sample of their product. Mm -hmm. They were not generating revenue then. You see mm -hmm. what I mean? So mm -hmm. um, we 
yes, we recognize that not all companies have the wherewithal, mm. and but and but we have ways of working with them. Um, obviously, also not necessarily sort of working for free, but then we have structures that we are able to uh, create in a way that helps us provide the support, but then also make sure that um, we are we are getting revenue. So just uh, to, to make a ourselves. quick announcement, this of course is CC Trends on 97.3 CTFM. Um, the show, um, this whole series, the whole Techpreneurs Month series is going to be streamed on Facebook. So for those of you who want to see my guests in case you meet them at a conference and you want to, for example, chase Andrew down so he finds support for your business, make sure you log on to um, CTFM's Facebook page and um, catch the conversation. If you have any questions, please let us know on the platform. We'll be checking out your questions as and when. So, Andrew, um, so you've gotten me the funding that I need. Yes. That's it? No. Mm. Um, it really depends on you. But, you know, because we are deep in the details with you in preparing you for funding, we get to know your business inside out. Mm. And so once you receive the funding, most likely we are best placed to support you to use the funds to achieve the, the, the ends that, you, that you're looking at. So, mm. you know, we'll help you to draft uh, projections over the next five years. So we would know that in year one, for example, you may need to buy a truck. In year two, you may need to hire three people uh, mm. for specific roles. In year three, you may need an additional person uh, for HR or for admin and all that. So because we did that with you prior to the funding coming in, mm. once you get the funding, we are also best place to help you actually implement that and mm. realize those, um, those strategies mm. um, within your company as you scale. And so for us, we start with you and we just don't let you go. There's a company there's a company we supported to raise financing in 2016. To this day on a monthly basis we still engage with them wow. on 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 some things. Wow. And so that's just how it is for us. What is the website in case someone listening wants to get in touch? Or uh, how can they get in touch? Um our website uh, is www.growthmosaic. Growth is spelled G R O W T H mosaic m o s a i c dot com mm. um and our phone number uh, uh we are on twitter growth mosaic we're on facebook growth mosaic and we can be found there yes please so head out there and make sure you check it out we'll be coming to andrew um after we've gone through this first round let's now hear from henry cobbler Harry is um, the man behind Ashinepa. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you make it the name. Say Ashinepa. LLC. Yeah. I mean, my guess is that it's supposed to be connected with clothes in a certain way. Sure. What is your business and how how is tech enabling your business or how has tech enabled you to set up this LLC? LLC <laughs> is Okay, all right. So um, um, just like you said, um, so our pub basically is a marketplace um, for African-inspired product. Um, so we just don't sell products as shoes or bags or other things. That's, that's one thing which is part of our core values to really sell our history our culture, our heritage, um, because that's that's what we have. Um, until you stop wearing anything African, I'm sure that it's it's just going to go down. So, um, what we really want to sell is is our heritage. That's that's very important for us. And what we want to do is to connect the locals that own 
these heritage to make money out of it mm. so um what we've been doing over over the years is that we've been scaling across african countries um now we're in five different african countries um ghana kenya nigeria south africa and rwanda um what we've been doing is just bringing together vendors people that do anything african um inspired so far as it's african inspired that connects to our history um anything we bring them onto our platform they have a virtual store where they sell um basic things we actually give them a lot of statistics um, basically so that they have a good insight of what they're selling, how they're selling, how they're doing. Um, and then from there, basically, we just do a lot of shipments out of the country. So we do over like 70% of, of our shipments out of our country because relatively in Ghana, you get fabric so easily. Mm. Um, in, in Manhattan, you wouldn't really get it easily or, or, or that, uh, that sort. So that's, that's what we've been doing. Um, currently, we have like 700 different vendors selling on the platform. Wow. Yep. And this is these are African these are locals. 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 In yeah. the various countries that you operate. Yes, in. yes, yes, yes. These are locals. Yes, seven hundred. And we, we actually have like over two thousand, but based on quality assurances, um, because whenever you're actually pushing most of these things out of the country, quality is essentially very high. Yeah. So um, that's why we do a lot of due diligence on the product before we roll them onto our platform. Mm -hmm. So that's what we've been doing. Wow. Which of which of the countries is most exciting for you that you operated? I think Ghana um not too exciting. I think um Kenya Kenya has been very exciting. I'd had to travel even through to Kisumu, which is like a part of Kenya where people wouldn't really go. Mm. Um the most exciting thing is because they love African West African fashion. So I end up sending a lot of fashion from Ghana and Nigeria to Kenya. Mm. Um but they have very good art which I feel that um it sells much, much interesting. Um, yeah. the, uh, the, there's so there's that whole part of being you know a tech focused business sure. or these oriented business where a lot of people feel like you know just create a platform let the vendors come sign yeah. up they will have a back end you know they will have a marketplace everything is fine yeah. but then there's a like you said there's a lot of work there's a lot of traveling you need to actually go there you need to source yeah. materials yeah. Yeah. you need to speak to the people and I'm just wondering for you over the course of this period how much of a learning has that been like for you because i mean of course when you start out i just wanted to create a platform where everybody comes everybody's happy but then there is a lot more work that goes into for example verifying yeah. to for example ensuring that the, the goods that are on the platform are of a certain quality walk sure. us walk us through what that process has been like that that learning okay so um i think that it's, it's actually one of the things i really share with a lot of people when i started because we just thought it was just a tech platform yeah. we we started as um, a classified site first okay. and then we realized that it wasn't really getting much of the enthusiasm and then we then moved on to being a one-shop site where we basically started stalking mm. and all that now imagine if you're stalking from like 10 different vendors mm. you have to buy most of these products a vendor can have like almost about 50 products mm. and all of them might be high selling products so it means that you have to stock and that means that you have to send a lot of money and <laughs> we realized that it wasn't really good on our books mm. and so then we had to now move on to the multi-vendor side now we realized that even on the multi-vendor side the site is just playing like a 30 percent role 70 percent of the role goes with customer service goes to mm. verifying of the product mm. um sometimes even understanding the vendor sometimes you go to a vendor and says i need my money now before i release a product mm. and so we had to go through that to understand it that and even build it into our platform that okay fine you get to hold we get to hold the money and then whenever delivery is confirmed then you basically pick up the money now that becomes a problem as well because how long is how long and 
then now we have to now go crack deals with delivery companies to basically do deliveries in three days mm-hmm. wherever it is mm-hmm. and then we have to now say okay three days you get your money mm-hmm. and so that has been the up and down and everything but i think that them um, all true sometimes you have to even sit in fashion shows we are not interested but just to understand, understand the people the, yeah. yeah and also um there are trends that come in every now and then. When we started, we thought that sending things to the UK, the US, Canada was was a main thing. Mm. Till I got to Kenya, and I realized that I could send a lot of fabrics from Ghana to Kenya, mm. and that becomes a new market for us. And then we realized that a lot of people like the leather stuff from Kenya rather come into Ghana. Mm. And so then you realize mm. that it starts that collaboration. to exactly. So for me, one of the very interesting do, do, things. Do the, do the vendors end up talking to each other? Do you create a platform where they interact with each other? They, well, I think that most of the times there has been interaction between vendors and customers rather. Um, within the within the vendor uh, vendor circles, I think that it's just based on competitions mm. because most of the times mm. people find uh, yeah. So it's rather secrets. I don't want to share. Yeah. So rather they then decrease their prices mm. now there's a point they have full access to their own um, store on, on site where they can control prices they could control anything they really want to control mm. so it gives them that flexibility to to do what they want to do i see i see um so i mean how do i even get access to this marketplace in the first place okay so um because we really want to provide the platform for people to to come on um it's now free Mm-hmm. Um, we've never really charged and so what happens is that we do due diligence on your product if it qualifies then what we do is we do a lot of tests actually we do a full test especially for beads and other things mm-hmm. so we take them through a very rigorous um, process and when that is done what we do is that we create the store you can basically create a store yourself we've made it in such a way that it doesn't even look too different from the site's interface mm-hmm. so you can mistakenly be browsing through the site but you'll be if it on your own mm-hmm. dashboard so it's very easy for people who are not too uh, IT, you know, to, to come on. Uh, we also have mobile applications as well, which makes it easier for mm-hmm. everybody who's just navigating around to, to be. Now, after after rolling you on, what we do is we do some marketing for you. Mm-hmm. Um, marketing all this free. Yeah, yeah, we do. We do all those things. <laughs> we do some. We do some marketing. Okay. Yeah, we do. Yeah, because the thing is, um, you need yeah. to give people, make them understand that you're getting a lot of benefit mm-hmm. um, for 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 using the platform. We've saved a lot of vendors having to do a lot of bargaining. Mm-hmm. Now, most of the vendors have like fifty products. So when you contact them, you're like, "Oh, send me your your shoes," and he sends. 50 shoes in WhatsApp. <laughs> you have to ask of them like prizes for every one of them. Now that's cut short because I send just one URL and then everything from that particular shop is there. And then we do marketing. Now marketing, we we, we actually now looking and focusing in a particular direction. Like I mentioned, we really want to tell stories. So we just don't want to tell sell shoes. So there's a thing. In South Africa, we sold over like almost around 50,000 t-shirts during the Mandela mm-hmm. yeah, event. And that that was selling a story so it was just mandela's concept but we're using t-shirts to sell mm. and that was more interesting because then we realized that a lot more could go in now we could tell stories of coming kuma we could tell stories of mandela and other things Different using so. exactly and using the same uh, what do you call it shoes or bags or other things to sell mm. and we feel that, that becomes interesting and and actually creates the the opening market for for them so we do social media ads for them and all that so the only thing is we just get 10% whenever someone buys. So it's actually on us to That one to is the important part. Yeah. <laughs> that, that 10% is the important yeah, part. But yeah. I mean, considering everything else that you do for them, I, 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 I would have said 20 yeah. but 
Yeah. Ten is fine. What? <laughs> <laughs> he needs to keep in business yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so for from from your reading, what are some of the products that move the most um, across the across the countries that you operate in? It's interesting. It depends on the the people that are buying. Um, but I think that fabrics appeal to most of these um, East African countries because mm. they like patterns and, and they seem to get patterns from Congo and Uganda, which mm. is not nice. Um, so they, <laughs> yeah, so they love West African fashion. Like in February, yes. I, 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 I sent like over like uh, $2,000 worth of wooden to Kenya and it got finished. Wow. The only problem was that who was going to sew? Mm. because in Kenya they don't have good seamstress and everything mm, and so then yeah. we had to now start looking at can we do production in Kenya and all that but mm. we had to relax because that might not necessarily you know push we might, we might just be in too much of a hurry mm. but I think that those are the dynamics that are coming in, in Ghana people like um, the, the ornaments those are the ones people and shoes people people like to buy those ones but outside I think that they just tend to buy anything um, especially because of the diaspora people um, we have a lot of different country people buying from the platform from they buy anything and everything so how can people get access to the platform um so what they do normally is that whether they, it is a vendor or it's a customer I mean, okay if there are two separate ones i think you should break it down for us as well. okay so let me break it down with a vendor what you can do is still go to the site you see um the login and when you log in, it would ask you if you really want to be a vendor and you can fill just a simple form um, even put the name of your store and everything there set up your own password and everything and customer service will get to you um, and just check out your product even if they're up to you <coughs> awenepa.com a h w e n e p a okay a h w e n e p a so when they go there they just do that customer service will get to you and um, even if we have to drive to your place to assess okay. your product and everything we would now um, with any other person assessing that you still can go to the website on your on your PCs uh, or still go to the Play Stores, any of them, Android or iOS, um, just say Aminepa and you should be able to download it up here. Nice one. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll be coming to yourself and Andy talking about what 2020 is going to look like for you in terms of your business area. But to the lady in the house, Lady Omega Hammond, um, Ampersand Technologies. What's that about? <laughs> okay. I mean, we know we know you because you know you review the quarter for us with the ladies and everything. But I'm personal technology. First of all, like, where did you even get that name from? But Keyboard. what? Oh, <laughs> it's not that deep. Like, I know. I did, it didn't click. Oh, I feel so dumb right now. But anyway, I'm personal technologies. Okay, so. What we do at Ampersand is software development focused on mobile development. Um, so over the past, let me say, four or three years, people have known us to be very generic in building custom software for businesses, from web applications to mobile applications to whether it's building smart lights. But now we are focusing on just mobile apps um, because we believe that's where our strengths are and that's where we are excellent at developing. So, yes. So, I mean, this is anybody who wants to develop a mobile app come to ampersand technologies basically like what makes what makes you all so special okay why we are special is we are not just offering you development we are offering you strategy and design so we know that yes everybody wants to build an app mm. but what we believe is the execution of the app is really who or 
what is backing the team or the values of the team. So for example, if you come to me and you share your idea with me, one thing that we'll do with you is internal feasibility analysis to really make sure that even before any line of code is written, your idea is solid, your idea makes sense, you're focusing on the right features, you understand the cost implications of even building that application, you understand what it means to maintain it over the next month, over the next two, three months. Mm. And this is not just a one time thing where you build an app and then that's it. It's mm. a constant investment. The kind of content that you're going to put on there and the kind of people who are even going to manage or use the applications. We just break it down into these three categories which is strategy, mm. design and then the last part is development. Just to give you that one-stop shop where if you're looking for a way of connecting people to technology you think of us. Wow. Wow. And you've been in operation for four years? Yes. What 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 has it been like over the four years? I mean, because sometimes I I hear radio ads, I hear people talking about building mobile apps, and I really wonder like, who did they talk to before they decided <laughs> to build the app? Because I really don't understand how the app fits into their business, but yeah. then they still are so adamant about doing the radio the the mobile, mobile app. app. And I'm just wondering what it's been like. Sometimes you meet a client, you're advising them, like. An app is really not what you need right now, but you know they insist on getting it. Yeah. And I'm just wondering what some of the difficulties have been like working within that space. Okay, so it's been a very, very interesting um, couple of years. And one thing that I really like about our journey is the different customers that we've had to interact with. Mm. We've worked with customers in Ghana, in the US, and in the UK. And one thing that we realize is common amongst them is the lack of knowledge mm. of what they are getting into. Mm. So like you mentioned, a lot of them will come with very elaborate ideas, mm. wanting to put a thousand and one features in one simple app. Mm. Um, but we cut off that long, dreamy <laughs> story. Does your... It, it, it does, but it's important to me because of the value I'm bringing. I don't just want to be known as, yes, if you want any kind of mobile app, that's it. But we really want to improve human app engagement. Mm. So we don't want just to build an app and then it's on the app store and instead nobody's downloading. You have more downloads than actual interactions users. and users. Exactly. <laughs> and so instead of focusing on maybe five features, just focus on one. Mm. And how we are immediately getting the app into a user's hands mm. as soon as possible is also important because that's where the feedback change starts. So you just say change this, change this button, change this experience and it just makes or elongates the development process. So mm. time or de development time has been very, very hard yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we've we found a way around it yeah. where the conversations earlier with the feasibility test, with asking a lot of questions putting a lot more design out there before development actually starts. Mm. And another thing too that I'll say is um, delay in maybe payments. Uh -huh. <laughs> I, I wonder how many in this room <laughs> experience the same problem. I, I, I think it's a general um, software developer problem. Right. No, um, no, it's a general industry. <laughs> <laughs> it cuts across industries. It's, it's, it has nothing to do with the software. It's, it's, 
industry wide. <laughs> you you just have to be wise. Right. You, I, that's that's the only answer I would say because mm. you have some clients that are really great. Um, their execution is on point, but maybe it will take two to three months mm. before it goes through a bureaucratic process mm. of chains of, um, and then this person has to sign and then mm. let it get to you <laughs> before your invoice is paid. And then you also have ones who are also rushing to get to market, will bring the money and be like, can I have my app in a week? Can I have my app in two weeks? <laughs> and yes, some apps can be built in two weeks, but it's really about the user experience that right. you're trying to put in. Right. So it's been a very interesting journey of learning the ups and downs of it. But four years has been very valuable. Even though we've been coding for over 10 years collectively as a team, it really shows in the kind of products that we put out there. So, yeah. Wow. Well, it's interesting. So, um, how do people get in touch with you as well? Okay. So, first, um, visit our website, www.ampersandllc.co. It's A-M-P-A-N-D-L-C. It was a thing like three, four years. Anyway, my website is ampersand, A-M-P-E-R-S-A-N-D-L-L-C.co. Or check out our social media and you'll find us, you'll find a way to reach One of the things I wanted to ask is, um, you and you mentioned it briefly, like, you know, clients coming in, wanting to build a mobile app, for whatever reason, that's what they want. And, I mean, that's what the client wants. So, sometimes you just have to do that. Yeah. Over the period, over the four years that you've been in operation trying to nail exactly where you want the business to what direction you want the business to go in how how are you able to help draw that line for the client and i can imagine a number of other technology entrepreneurs who are probably facing the same problem mm -hmm. where you have to make the money to keep the business surviving yeah but the clients want certain things you know is not good for them but you need to keep the lights on. How do you how do you work around that balance? Okay, so the first thing that I always do is to set goals, monthly goals, and very realistic monthly goals. And in the case where we reach that monthly goals and we don't even meet it because of feedback that has come from the client, you put it as a change request. <laughs> and okay. you feel for it okay because okay. it's it's your time and resources that you're investing mm. into mm. the client's product and they need to appreciate the time and resources or else they'll think oh it's just i just give them a phone call and say oh change this color change the to, color to red yes but mm. when they see that it's a bit more complicated than that they start to value it and if they know that a few more cds or dollars is going to go out of their mm. pocket then they appreciate what you're doing that's why the initial planning is very important for us because we will always give you maybe that leeway to say okay you are not sure most of the time your ideas you're not sure of how execution is going to be like because they're new ideas or you're trying to improve your system but we try to give you room to be able to explore mm. as much as you can mm. but it comes with a value mm. so if you if you think you can go that stretch <laughs> please we are welcoming you arms are wide open <laughs> Arms are wide open. Yes. But so, I mean, at the base of it, for you, it's not really about the money made doing the app. Mm -hmm. It's about the service. Yes. It's about the customer experience. Yes. And of course, it's about 
the user experience as well. Yes. I'll be asking you what ampersand technologies will be doing in 2020, but let's let's move on to our final guest um, for today. Um, he's involved in a little thing called Reader App. What is that? So, um, good evening. And Reader App, yeah, it's an e-publishing, yeah, a platform for books. Oh. Yes, I should have made that connection when I had the reader. But anyway, so uh, Joseph, mm -hmm. Joseph Yafrimpong yes. is my guest. He is in charge of Reader App Limited. So um, typically, what does your business offer? Is it like a library, an online library? Like, what is it? Okay, so then Reader App yeah, works in um, two ways. Okay. One day, yeah, publishing, yeah, face. And yeah, and then the e-commerce, yeah, store for, yeah, e-books. Oh yes, and okay. then um yeah, and the yeah, online reader built in, in the app into the app. Yes. Okay, so it's a mobile app. Yes. Ah, so what kind of books do you typically stock? Oh, any focus book. on publishing. I'm Ghanaian book. Okay. Yeah, once it's yours, yeah, you can put it there. And this it. is Ghanaian, art uh, Ghanaian authors mostly. Yes. I see. One of the things that often comes up with books and and things like that is that. The publishers, the people who... So what, do you offer those sort of services, for example, proofreading, scripts, and everything else? Or everything has to be done. All they do is they bring it to you and you basically package it into, you know, a digital format. So, yeah, basically, yeah, um, they have to, yeah, and get their work ready and then yeah, put their book yeah, on the app um, themselves. Oh, they have to put it... So, what you, it's... I, I don't understand. So, How does that work? All right, so basically, yeah, on their dashboard, yeah, um, they'll, they'll simply yeah, upload their books and then, yeah, right, yeah, um, let me see, yeah, we'll just check whether, you know, yeah, the book is there, yeah, before, you know, yeah, the book yeah, prove it. goes live, yeah, or store mm, on the store. Mm, mm. <laughs> how is that process? Like, uh, how does that work? Okay, so then let's say, yeah, if you ha have a book, yeah, yeah you know, like a me. Book, I'm not sure when I'll write a book. Okay, so, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's just say I was glad and I found a way to write a book. Yes. What format should a book be in? How do I go about uploading it onto your platform? How do you verify, for example, if I'm actually the author? Can you walk us through that process? Okay, so first of all, yeah, you need to um, get your book in, a, yeah, a PDF form. Okay. And then you need to have, you know, your book cover in um, JPEG. And then, yeah, okay. once you have the book like in hand you just um have to yeah, upload the book and then the book cover and then write the book name the book description so basically the, the book will come to you yeah uh, that's what and then we'll have to we'll have to yeah, read through the app to see see yeah, whether you know and book is yours and not, not for yeah someone Some else years. before mm. uh, the book will go live yeah, on the store wow wow and i'm guessing there's a conversation between yourself and the author or the yes. pricing no, no, no. I mean, else. like the book is, you know, um, the author yeah, has to price yeah, his book himself. So basically, yeah, that's, you know, his um, job. Mm. Mm. So all they do is upload the details yes. that you require yes. from your side. Yes. It comes to you. You mm -hmm. package it the best way you can. And then probably with yes. the approval of the author. Yes, it goes live on the store. It just goes live on the store. Yes. And then, yes. Mm. Let me see. Yeah. People can yeah, buy the book via yeah, mobile money. Visa card or Mastercard. Mm. Mm. But mobile money. Yeah. Visa or Mastercard. And then yes, they can equally mm. yeah, I will draw MDR and their money via A2S mobile money too instant. 
As in the author? Yes. Wow. Okay. So wait, every author has sort of like a, yeah, a, a store, a dashboard, yes. where they monitor who is buying. Yes. But what you also said is people can actually... So when people go to the site, mm -hmm. are they downloading the book or are they reading on the site? No, they have to yeah read the book here yeah, on the app itself. On the app itself. Yes, you can't yes oh, download yeah, right. any book. I see, I see, and it's just to prevent people from yes just sending. Sharing, the, yeah, I see. How do you make money then? Of course, like we get yeah uh, the commissions yes from the sale of the book yes uh, from the author yes sale yes of the book. Interesting. So basically, anybody who wants to publish, yes, so far as you've written the book, yes, just upload the material there. And yes, and it's yours. And it's yes, and it's yours. I like that. I like the fact that you you constantly maintain that. So once the book is yours, mm -hmm. upload it onto the site, and that's it. Yes. So basically, um, it takes at most twenty yeah, uh, twenty four hours for a book, um, a book to get like live here on the store. Of course, okay. yes, we need to verify the book and stuff. Okay. Okay. Tell us about what it's been like. How many people are visiting? How many people are actually reading mm -hmm. on the app? Downloads, interactions. Walk, walk us through a bit of so that. of all, we have about 120 books now. And then we began in 1st um, January. So then we, ha we have one, 120 books since from from 11 months. And then wow. it's been qu quite, you know, yeah, um, a journey. Mm. Yeah, and it's very, because um, we have a lot of users and then we get like many requests about, about people asking us like whether, right, yeah, we can read your book and the rest of them. It's, it's been, yeah, good. What is it like getting to the authors, mm -hmm. finding them, getting them to actually put their books on your platform? Okay, so then, uh, so mostly, um, they mostly come to us, but basically, yeah, we've, I uh, go to like, look for, yeah, some of them, and then we, we go to um, talk to the yeah, publishing companies to kind of list their books on, on the app. Okay. And what's that reception like? Because I can imagine they might be a little hesitant because you know they might be losing revenue to you and things like that. How how how, how has that been? Because okay, so basically, yeah, we have no yeah a section for the yeah yeah publishing. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that makes that sense. Houses, yes. Very nice. Very nice. Yes. Anyway, so tell us about the the app. How can people get access to it? How can people get access to the books as well? All right. So, so then, um, the app is on yeah, um, Google Play Store. So then we are going to launch the yeah iOS version. Um, next year. Next year. Yes, January. Oh, January. Next year, January. Yeah. So currently, it's only available on Android. Yes. Yes. Okay. And just just a quick one. Mm -hmm. The the section for the author, mm -hmm. I'm guessing, is different from the reader. Yes. Those yes, of us. It is. So are they two separate apps, or is the same app? It's just a different login. Same app with like you know two different um face. Yeah, okay. one dashboard and then one yeah bookstore and then the. Okay, so depending on yes. what you register as, yes. you will get access to both or both one. or one. Yes. Interesting. Interesting. So that is reader app. And um, for those of you who enjoy your writing or who want to get yourself published, um, do you have restrictions on the kind of content you publish? No, 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 no. So anything? Yes. I if can it's write yours. If it's yours. Yes. The condition, the only condition. <laughs> yeah, it yours. As you have realized, the main condition is that the material must be yours. yours. Yes. Once it is yours and it's a it's a book of any form, whether it's cartoons or it is a two pager or it's a one page story book, like whatever it is. Original no, no, work. Original work. That's it. It just has to be original. Mm. Interesting stuff. Well, um, so the website is readerupworld.com readerappworld.com dot com. So far as she wants to get published, reader app, reader app 
world.com is where you should be headed. Yeah, well, and then, and then secondly, and the reader app is R E A D E R A P P, no spacing, no spacing. Yes, so that's reader app world dot com that's the website you should remember like i said we were trying to find out from my guest about what 2020 is going to look like joseph mm-hmm. yao frimpong has already done that he's told us that we are going to get an ios version of his app in january in 2020 so let's work our way back lady o 2020 very exciting year for us um because we are going solely mobile providing ios and android development for customers um one thing that we are looking to really focus on or be known for in the market is our offline features that comes default with building apps with us um, because we want apps to be able to render well under bad network but if you have excellent network then the experience will be great um another thing too is with very creative designs where it's not just UX that you're splashing colors left and right and buttons are not really exciting but <coughs> <laughs> everything is giving relevance to what the features are mm. um, we are looking forward to working with a lot more Ghanaian companies mm. because <laughs> <I'm> sorry <laughs> it's, it's been a little challenge for us trying to adapt to the way good you should like if you're watching on facebook you should see the struggle um, unfortunately if you're listening on radio you can't see the, but you can hear the struggle how she tried to stay politically correct so she doesn't offend some potential customers but yeah because, i mean yes. bottom line bottom line is we want to help Ghanaian companies to build very excellent apps mm. apps that are focused on relevant features mm. where the functionalities are appreciated by the users mm. so we have a few more apps on the play store and the app store mm. with not just downloads but user we can see oh, proper user proper user and- engagement so please if you're out there let's make it happen in 2020 <laughs> oh my gosh well that was lady omega Hammond of Appleson technologies now let's hear from henry um who is expanding across africa and sharing fashion everywhere else 2020 <laughs> all right so i just wanted to show you this like so that's our app um which which Ooh. we've deployed right um what what we do next is that we're looking at 2020 we're looking at now there's a point and um, we realized that um a please lot of, sorry before he continues there's a discount on some bag called arabag it is, <laughs> it is nice bro. <laughs> initially it was 77 cities it's 51 cities yeah please go to the black website friday and sales. go and buy it yeah black friday yeah. Sorry, continue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So, so you um, one 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 sector which we're looking at getting into is that, like I mentioned, we we have happened to be in a lot of fashion shows. Mm. Um, I, but these fashion shows, do you realize that whenever they sell, they, they actually portray all these designs and everything? Yes, now you don't see the designs again. Yeah. So what we What's doing that next? About? Couture, couture. Yeah. There, there, there are over like um over like four thousand different fashion shows across Africa every year. What? Yeah. And and <laughs> every year, every year, yes. And all these people just showcase product and everything, and then you don't get to even see them or buy now. So what we're doing is we're actually upgrading our app to do what we call the see now by now. 
um, where what you see from so we're going to try and stream some of the fashion shows extremely on there and what you see you can basically also buy them directly wow. from from the the app so that's a, that's the next thing which we're building um we're looking at improving a lot more with customer service and marketing because that's like the major thing mm. um for us to to do a lot more marketing um and also to also do a lot of trainings for our vendors i think that, that has been a big problem um especially because some of them they are packaging very good product but packaging is extremely bad um so we're looking at doing a lot more trainings for our vendors in terms of digital trainings and in terms of uh, what you call it um being online um, selling and their own mm. customer relations and other things so mm. we're looking at improving the the capacity wealth of every vendor that's that's basically going to be there. let me just walk you guys through doing the listening um through some of the categories available on the website there's african prints there's um, bags and purse belly belts blankets boots cap collar fascinators yes fascinators and flower vase <laughs> gift bag hair comb headband heel shoe home decor hoodies kids fashion um men's accessories men's clothing necktie pencil case listen like everything and all of this are by african yeah, african vendors african, african vendors now um from across the continent yeah from across the continent from across the continent so unless of course the vendor describes that he can't they can't um push you over mm-hmm. because there was one lady i met last week she does bamboo sinks and that's like extremely interesting. So next year we're actually now moving from just fashion to real artifacts. We're looking at artworks. We're mm-hmm. looking at black soaps. Very, very, very eccentric things mm. in in Africa. Mm. So that's what we're looking at. Essentially, we have like two hundred people pen. Yeah, bamboo so sink, and it's like it looks so cool. Like it looks extremely nice. And and those ones you can't. The p- person might not necessarily be able to send it across. Mm. Yeah, but one of the things which we I, I should say we're looking forward to is the this African Intercontinental Free Trade Agreement. Yeah, we're really hoping. Really hoping for it to come in. If it does, I think it's going to be a bigger boost for mm. for our business because it's really going to open up for us. We thought of scaling so much, but I think that we are okay with the five countries for now. Um, we just look at doing more marketing, which is most important for us. Interesting stuff. Interesting yeah. stuff. Well, let's 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 wrap up finally with 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 our final guest. But I mean, check out the app. So, is the app available now? Yeah, yeah it's available on iOS and Android brilliant yeah brilliant so please go check it out now at least you know what 2020 is going to look like um on ahenipa and if you're a fashion designer out there you know where to go to um to get yourself into all these markets that ahenipa is talking about now let's 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 hear from growth mosaic um those of you who need money to grow your business tech entrepreneurs out there who need money to grow your business growth mosaic is going to tell you how and what they're going to do in 2020 for you so andrew over to you I guess by tech businesses, you're also referring to Omega, right? <laughs> <laughs> so Omega, listen and listen well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think um, for us, 2020, we're looking to bring our services closer to the entrepreneurs. Um, we are also looking, uh, and by that, um, you know, we're looking at expanding our support in the three cate- three key categories that we operate, which is strategy and growth. Um, then there's research and analytics, and then there's mm. a project uh, design and implementation. Mm. Um, in each of these categories, we are ho- we are looking to expand our service offerings and just essentially bring it closer to entrepreneurs, uh, because we do believe um, in in, um, in in growing businesses. We do believe that 
um, if we're to make a dent as a nation, as a as, as a sub-region, as a, as a continent, in our uh, in, in unemployment, in development, and all that, it starts with small businesses, uh, because already we know there are a lot of you know majority of the businesses in Ghana are in the informal sector, and they are providing a lot of jobs, and so. Uh, if we can if we can support the um, the small business uh, to s get to the next level of their growth at least you know they might hire somebody here they might expand this there they might increase some people's salaries and, you know at least there is going to be that um that that contribution towards achieving the the you know the higher goal of uh, supporting development yeah. as we know it and uh, in Ghana uh, we also lo we are looking to support the uh, the spread of you know Doing well while doing good. Mm. Uh, the B Corp, mm. um, the B Corp mindset. You know, uh, as businesses, we need to be able to do the right things. Yeah. Um, and by doing the right things, we all win. Mm. Um, yes, yeah, sometimes doing the right thing may, may may be a little slower, but then eventually, eventually you know, we all win. Uh, we all win. Mm. Um, but you could do things very fast now, and you might lose, and mm. a lot more people might lose along with mm. you. Mm. Uh, so for us, um, that's also something that we're looking at doing um, in, 20, in 2020. And then we also want to form key partnerships. Mm. Um, really, uh, it's about, you know, we can't, nobody can go this alone. Like, even right here, we have, you know, Three tech businesses. Um, they are, you know, pharmaceutical uh, businesses. They are healthcare businesses, startups that are coming up. And so we need a, a partnership, an ecosystem, a stronger ecosystem, uh, to support the growth of these companies. And so for us in 2020, we'll be looking towards, um, you know, forming certain key partnerships that would help us to be able to deliver the support to companies that will help them grow and scale. Nice one. Well, I don't need to tell you any more. I hope all of this is good news for you um, for these various sectors that we've had on the show today everything from um, business development to you know fund funding to clothing and everything clothing and accessories to reading to software development and mobile development specifically i mean these are people who are in ghana developing in ghana building businesses in ghana empowering Ghanaian businesses and like Lady Omega said like Ghanaian businesses should be able to connect with these people in order to grow their businesses and grow the country so the ball is in our court I'm guessing um, for those of you who are doing the listening if you need to develop an app you know where to go to if you're looking if you're a designer out there or you're someone who sells lo local artifacts and you're out there you know exactly who to go to if you're looking for funding as well you know where to go to if you're a publisher you know where to go to you own the book you own the book you have to own you have to own the book you have to listen the solutions are right here in this country and there are people who are working with some of the best and latest technologies to make life much easier for us and we can only but support them and that's what we are trying to do with um, this Techpreneurs Month and this celebration. So I do hope you've picked up a thing or two. Uh, my name is Philip Pashon. It's been a pleasure coming your way. Next week, we're going to have four more technology entrepreneurs in the studio. Just make sure you look out on CTFM's um, social media handles and social media pages. And of course, when you follow me on Twitter at K-O-F-I-A-S-H-O-N, you will be able to get an idea of which technology entrepreneurs will be joining us next week. 
Lady, gentlemen, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure having you. All the very best in 2020. Thank I can't you. wait to hear about what you guys are doing next year. Yeah. It will be such a pleasure to have you back um, to see where the growth lines have been drawn and how you guys are doing. Thank you so much once again. The show will be available as a podcast um, tomorrow. So make sure you look out for that and take a listen and let's grow together, really. Anyway, till next week, stay techy.